Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hey, design lovers. I feel like that's you if you're listening to this podcast. I want to big sister you guys for a minute on a really great service we have at Alice Lane. It's the newest service we offer. It's called Home Furnishings Design. And what it is, is we're going to do the furnishings in your home for you. Completely complimentary service. So all of your budget can go to the furniture itself. And it's great because our people are going to get your room measurements. They're going to throw it on CAD. And then we're going to do the space planning for you to make sure you get the right size pieces, to make sure you get that right size rug, to make sure we're making the furniture in the right fibers so that it can hold up against your pets and your kids. And we're going to arrange all the ordering, the shipping, the delivery, and even help you style it in a really frustration-free experience working with an actual interior designer. Not all of us are building new homes or remodeling a home. We might just need new furniture for one space. Maybe you want to work on that primary suite. Maybe you deserve a new bed and you're going to give that old bed to the guest bedroom. Let us help you show you all the options. We have 200 vendors. We can work in any style. Again, the service is complimentary. It couldn't be easier. You're just going to book your appointment at alicelanehome.com. Again, it's called Home Furnishings Design. And it is the easiest program and best way to order furniture. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Hey, Jess. How are you doing? Hi, Jess. Hi, Corey. Hey. Gang's all here. Yeah, we're here. We're (laughs) juiced. We are juiced. juiced. Yes. Baja Blast sitting right by me. Yes. Suzanne loves Taco Bell, guys. And um, one of her... Yes. Raise your hand if you're with me. Yes. Suzanne grew up going there as a child and her order, let me say it. Okay. Her order is bean burrito, no onions, nachos, which just is regular chips and cheese, just regular chips and cheese. Yeah. It's just a little cup of warm cheese with a little tiny envelope full of chips. Mm-hmm. Was it one bean burrito or two bean burritos? One bean burrito. One bean burrito and chips and cheese and a Baja, and a Baja Blast. <laughs> you guys, I love delicious. it. Is, Baja Blast doesn't taste good with anything else except for Taco Bell for me. Is it Mountain yeah. Dew? Is that, is it's it? It's Dew, but it's a much more attractive color. Yes. I feel like is. I'm on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> a so, Baja a tropical vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Oh. So Sue's enjoying her tropical drink um, while we're doing the podcast. Uh-huh. Yes. I love it. Oh. What's going on for you, Corey? I have water. Yeah, I've been, I've been on a crazy health kick lately and I've been trying to like, you know, we talked about the cold shower and the cold water in the face. I've been doing that. The Schwitz. Yeah. Uh And yeah, I've been just been trying to, you know, work work on myself. You're up up leveling. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I feel that. So I've been like working out hardcore every single day. Like what? What are you doing? What's your. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm lifting weights. I bought like a bunch of dumbbells and stuff and I'm doing like a lift more program. It's this crazy guy, Joel, but he's, yeah, he's exciting to watch and gets you pumped up, you know? So I do that every single morning at six. It's been awesome. Wow. I'm impressed. Thank you. Tom and I were talking about this, that we want to get like, like he's like, this is the year of Tom and Sue. We're going to get strong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to work on our strengths. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to tune into Joel and give myself some dumbbells. I like it. You are lifting a toddler in the 200 percentile. So I have like a a, a 50 pounder, a 35 pounder and a 25 pounder. Yeah. I'm feeling strong. Wait, Nolan's only 50 pounds. He's like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's just a, just a petite little He's a wiry guy. Yeah. I know. Good for you. Yeah. I like that. I sent you, I sent you a video of him playing Jolene this morning. I can't wait. He sped up the tempo. On his, on <laughs> his ukulele? On his ukulele. He was just like, juiced. Jolene by Dolly Parton. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I just wanted to say that for all the people he out loves here. loves Dolly Parton, everybody. Like, That's so cute. Dolly, if you're listening, um, <laughs> <laughs> you have a huge fan named Nolan Fox Hall here in Highland, Utah, and he knows all of your songs. That's adorable. And he performs them at all of his concerts. And so. That means you're a good parent if he knows who Dolly Parton is. Right? That. Between me and like the nannies and my, my sweet surroundings that love mm. Dolly Parton that mm-hmm. taught him well. It's like nothing more pure than a child's love or obsession for something, you know? That's when you know something is truly great when a kid is just like, this is amazing. Cause there's just no like bias from, yeah. from anyone. They just like hear it oh, and love it. You it's know, pure honesty. See it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, yeah. Even like on his little autobiography day at school, he picked Dolly Parton. That's amazing. He knows he like YouTube, sir. Like he's fascinated with you, Dolly. 
fascinated. <laughs> I love that. He knows where you were born, what your family was like when you were young. I love Sue anyway. Hall talking to Dolly right now on Dear Alice. That's Dolly. my favorite. Maybe I love some it. tacos. Come to Highland. Keep <laughs> the most fun. Well, we hope How all of you, you guys. Oh, it's not so good. Um, I'm doing good. Yeah. We are. We're in June right now in the podcast. Yep, and in the podcast realm. Right. And we're like halfway through the year, which is crazy. Mari and I were talking about that last night. We're just like, what the heck? Where the year is like already gone. And I keep 2025. That was like a quarter way through the decade. Yeah. (gasps) So true. I've got these like kind of juicy feelings about 2023 and nothing too juicy has happened yet, but I still feel like it can happen. This is, this is, I feel where we're at. Uh huh. As far as Alice Lane goes, we're like on the roller coaster. We're like clicking up. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just going up. That's yeah. how I feel all this, you know, we were talking about before we started recording, like the movement of Alice Lane right now, we're just like, have all this anticipation building and then yeah, something great. Yeah. It's good that we're clicking up at 15 years in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cheers. Feels about 13 years too late to I be think, clicking I, up, but. I think maybe we're like, you, you know, this is, this is the, uh, maybe the 10th time we've been on the ride. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. We just yeah. keep getting in line and doing it again. Big, exactly. We're yeah. on the big turnaround on yeah. that roller coaster right now. Exactly. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be good. We have, we have some rad stuff like coming up though. I mean, so that could beautiful. Be podcast, no. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Really great stuff. As far as, you know, product development goes, I think we're super excited. Corey's getting ready to, to fly to Indonesia to go yeah. check on a few things and see some new samples. And I'm just so excited to get all this stuff in front of you guys. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. It's really, 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 really good. It's yeah. It's going to be like product development, drinking from a fire hose. Cause we're, we've never, you know, we get like sam- a few samples in a time. This is going to be like 30, 40 things just like, uh-huh. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I'm excited. It's going to be cool. Mm-hmm. Meet cool people, the people that are making stuff. Yeah. You're going to eat their food and you're just going to be in it. And I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me too. I get, I've gotten so overstimulated. Like last night was one of them. Sue and I got to meet a really amazing person that like rocked our world and our mind got blown and I couldn't sleep last night. I was so excited and replaying everything in my mind. So I'm sure when you're over there in Indonesia and seeing the latest and greatest, (laughs) I know. Do you guys still do that? Do you guys like when something exciting happens, do you guys not sleep well? Cause you're just so amped. That's my favorite thing. Actually, I felt like I drank all the caffeine in the world and tried to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It was impossible. Water at dinner. I know. I know. There was no caffeine or drinking at the table. Oh, so exciting. But I'm really excited about 2023 and and actually excited about this this podcast today too. Yeah. So I am too. Yeah. Yes, let's get into it. Okay. We have questions oftentimes from you guys about color. And so we felt like maybe it was time again to do um, a color episode. And so we put out to our Instagram followers um, any questions that people had about wall color in particular. We're not talking upholstery. We're not talking hair color. We're not talking about what to wear or anything like that. We just specifically want to talk about wall color. And we had so many questions come in and I just really want to quickly say, if you guys want to talk, follow us on Instagram, DM us, hit us up. Mm-hmm. We want to hear what you're saying. We want to interact with you guys. You're our people, you're our community. And we want to know what you want to know because we want to talk about the things that you're interested in. So Today is one of those. Yeah. 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 I think one more thing on this like wall color, we talked about this on some previous podcasts too, that we've exited out of the gray realm. If you're still painting gray, um, get out of it. We're going to help you here. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's all, but now people are like, what do I do? You know, so it's kind of this like self-discovery of trying to figure out what is the color that you're going to start to incorporate. And we always see paint is the least expensive, but largest impact you can make in your home. It's something that you can do and you could do it on a weekend. Mm -hmm. It's not fun. You know, hopefully you married a painter or something. Yeah. It can be (laughs) self-serve. Like you can go and get the paint and do it yourself Mm -hmm. or you can hire a painter. There's a lot of ways to skin this cat, but, um, I do think that we're in the middle of this big pivot that's happening from cool tones to warm tones and the, the grays that were trending, you know, over the last several years or decade were cool. And now we're moving warm, organic, everything's warming up. I just got a text this morning from my brother who has a clinic and they're leasing a space to another doctor. And the doctor said, "Um, I don't really care what color you paint my new space. I just want it to be gray. And so my brother, so, <laughs> so my brother said, absolutely not. So my brother texts me, he's like, Hey, can you just send me a couple of grays? And I was like, yeah, um, cool grays are out. So I'm only sending you warm grays. <laughs> Cause I'm like, 
if you're making this decision right now, let's make sure and get it right. Because especially in a clinic, you're not going to take all that equipment out or whatever and repaint, especially in a healthcare setting, because there's off gassing and everything else that comes with paint. So anyway, um, let's talk about the right things to do moving forward into this next sort of, I, I mean, I feel like colors kind of hang around for 10 years, you know? So I feel like we've done, we've even done some gray kitchens in the past, um, the coastal contemporary project in our portfolio. Even that's still a warm gray. I don't think we've ever lent too cold because we Mm -hmm. know that our skin tone doesn't like it. Yes. doesn't like to be in, even like when we talk blues, we're usually toward like a little bit warmer blue, not Robin's egg, but something mysterious kind of in between that you can't put your finger on it. Yes. Um, And I think colors, like it's deeply, it's emotional. I think we all like feel either pretty or not so pretty in certain colors based off of our experiences Mm -hmm. and what like our parents, what we grew up in and what you dress yourself in and what color your hair is and your skin tone. And all those things have to do, you know, just with that, that surrounding space, you know, what glows onto your face. And so I think even though we're we're talking about trends and grays out and it's easy to follow a trend guys, it's easy to like pick everyone's top favorite. People always say, what's your top favorite gray? What's your top favorite blue? It doesn't matter what my top favorite blue is because it could look terrible on you. Totally. And you might hate it. And so I think this is really, this is the year of introspection and understanding what you're drawn to, Mm -hmm. how you dress yourself and figuring out who you are. I think overall, this is something that the podcast that we are all very, very passionate about is understanding. And like, still, we're going to tell you what we're seeing in the marketplace. Cause I think everybody wants to feel current and understand what's happening with art around them, you know, and you should be in, you should be, you know, influenced by that, but to your own personal, it should influence you where it's personal to you. I couldn't agree so, more. I love so that. Take, take all this with a grain of salt. Because like whatever you're drawn to is what you're drawn to. And that's fantastic. We're just here to help you. Yeah. Yep. Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing, my husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health, if you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. So definitely. All right, let's get into it. Favorite paint colors right now. Well, actually, first question is how to develop an entire home palette. So this is probably a person that is either repainting their existing home Mm -hmm. because they're ready to take it into the next, um, into the next decade. We'll say, I know we're not sitting at like 2020 we're 2023, Mm -hmm. but I kind of feel like it takes a minute for like the trends to sort of catch on because we're right now working on a home that was built in 2001. And I was like, these decisions were made in the nineties, the late nineties. They were working with the architect in the late nineties, took two years to build this dream house. But these ideas are steeped in the nineties. This isn't a reflection of what was about to happen in the two thousands. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think 2023 we're sitting here and we're starting to see things like doing this big pivot. So this person might be trying and to it's take a reaction to what happened into 2020. It is, you know, there's yeah. a reason why we're exiting out of this like cool, sad gray gray, because we want to be happy because uh-huh. COVID was really hard on everybody. So this is your time to like re-energize yourself mm-hmm. because color is energy. Totally. 100%. 
Yes. So this person is obviously working on an entire home palette, which I like that they're thinking holistically. I just want to say that. So how to develop an entire home palette, room palette, and trim walls, cabinetry, and interior doors. Rule of thumb for sheen, color, on trim, ceiling, and walls. So let's hit sheens while we're talking about the colors. Totally. So I feel like you're going to choose a wall color to carry throughout the home, hallways, entryway. That's um, what Sue's would do. Well, and to the the listener, I think like when we do this with a client to understand what is the energy of this house? Are they, are they saturated? Mm -hmm. Do they like bright and airy spaces? Because, you know, Mm -hmm. what is it that you like? So I'd say, first of all, like go to the images that you're, or homes that you've been in that you're smitten with. And what was the commonality there? Was it like my house? Because I have so much like bright and loud and opinionated art. I need to be neutral on my public spaces, but then I like tucking into darker spaces. I like saturation a lot. So for me, that's an easy question because, and honestly on a lot of our clients too, the public spaces are usually, you know, kind of meandering like up the stairwell and there's not really a start and stop to like Mm -hmm. put a really opinionated color in your public spaces. And so therefore it's easy to go a little bit more neutral. And then I think it's dependent on if you are a class act like Jesse Bennett oh, over boy. here and she loves, she loves a white trim, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to probably have colored trim, you know, and a lot, or, mm-hmm. or I'm going to be all the same color. Cause I just want to feel like a gallery mm-hmm. and a Guggenheim. I'm going to go white on my walls. I'm going to go white on my trim yep. because my art's going to be my player. But I think we all can visualize that. The thing that is unique about Sue is that she's going to go colored trim and colored wall. So for instance, your bedroom is green, your trim is green. Yep. The boys room is a bluish purple color. The trim is the same color, different sheen. Yes. Right. Yes. So that's what Sue means. Like she loves saturation. She's taking it onto the trim. She's also making the trim the same color in a higher sheen than the wall color. I love a white trim, no matter the color. I might break the rule in the powder bath because it's such a small space. And if you're doing a ton of saturation or really fun wallpaper. I think you can break the rule in that moment because it's the pop pocket square and it's usually the high design space of the house. So it's really easy to be all in powder baths are so tiny and it's just fun to have this all in experience. That being said, like a white trim can still work if you're a classic person and you don't want to be repainting the trim in a decade or feel like, oh, I don't know if this is an everlasting idea. Right. Yeah. So we all see color very, very differently, but that's one area where, um, Sue loves something and I hate it, yeah. but we're on the same podcast and we love each other and we're obsessed with each other yeah. and we get along and I actually love Sue's house for Sue mm-hmm. and I respect and I it house for Jesse because it's who we are. Yeah. So know who you are, I guess also when you're trying to decide, are you a white trim person? What are the concepts that you're obsessed with? Take a look at those trim colors. You like classic architecture and you're like, you just flip through Thomas Pheasant like Jesse does. Mm-hmm. You're going to like white trim. Yeah. You know, and I love Thomas Pheasant, but I'm just like, I'm, it's colors a magnet for me. I can't, I can't help myself. I'm just like a drug addict with a paint deck. Like I just, (laughs) I have to get it. Also Sue, Sue Hall's husband used to be a painter. And so he, he is a master and she could paint her walls once a year. Yeah. 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 She's so lucky. So she doesn't even have to think too hard about it because she loves the paint deck and she has a painter that she sleeps with. Yep. Yeah. And I think the thing on either of these that, is a rule I think that we, we would agree on is that like on our walls, I, I like satin. Mm-hmm. I know everyone's going super matte right now and matte was cool for a while, but it just looks like primer to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a satin wall and I like, I like a glossy trim. If I could, if I could go high gloss on my trim, I absolutely would. Yeah. Cause I love just like that little painter's mark of like, it looks like it's wet paint mm-hmm. and I love it so much. It's mm-hmm. easy to clean. Yeah. So, and I think in, in any regard, we usually go satin on the walls I dare say if you have a good drywaller and or just like you don't give a damn, like I actually take sound onto my ceiling because I do want it to be continuous. Mm-hmm. I like being enveloped all in one finish. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will say go flat on your ceiling to hide imperfections because any gloss will magnify. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. I, I like the sheen of like feeling that continuous sheen from the wall. So you to took ceiling, your took same it. wall color onto the ceiling. I thought you changed sheens on your ceiling. You didn't. Okay. I stayed satin. I did that in the attic because I had vaults. If you have vaults for sure, because mm-hmm. that's just going to act as a wall. Yeah. Um, by I, a rule of, I guess in the industry, they usually go flat. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
I've Suze done is enough a rule in my breaker. own space. Yeah. That I like, I yeah. like, and unless you have like a crown, maybe if you have a crown and a, a really distinct separation, mm-hmm. then you can. But I, if you don't have a crown, I like by, the continuation. By crown, Suzanne means crown molding. So, you know, at the top of your wall, some of you guys might have a crown molding. That's where she's like, mm, that's, break it. yeah, that's where it stops. Are you yeah. doing different sheen on the crown molding? Yeah. Well, that's going to be my high gloss along with my baseboards and my door casings and my window casings. I'm going to do all that in a semi-gloss, at least if not, if I could go lacquered, I bet I would. Okay. Um, So when Tom's painting this, this is a different, yeah. I mean, when he's like cutting the, does he do walls first, then trim or trim then walls? I feel like, don't they usually cut trim in first? He, yeah. I think he'll do walls because that way if like any gets on the trim, he knows that he can cut in and just okay. and clean that up because that's going to be his last sharp line. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. Cool. Yeah. So walls first and then he'll go through. And cutting in is like homeboy doesn't even need blue tape. That's crazy to me. There's no blue yeah. tape for Tom. That's reckless. He just, like, he just takes his paintbrush and he just has a straight line. That's a steady hand. He right is there. smooth operator, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Any okay. Other, any other feelings? Well, I was that? just going to say, I concur. I think that, um, to answer this question in developing an entire home palette, the, the main living or sorry, the, um, kind of the general areas that we were talking about, the public areas is what Suze was calling them. That's your hallways, your entry, like any rooms that all kind of bleed into each other. Stairwells and yeah. bleed upstairs or downstairs. You're going to usually choose one color that everything gets along with mm-hmm. and that you look pretty in. And I like it if the trim is different than that color. So I want a whiter trim and then a wall color with just this, a, a beautiful neutral that has some warmth to it so that my skin looks good in it and everything else, the furniture will look beautiful against it. So I used... Um, I used a color called Pale Oak by Ben Moore for my home. So and yeah, it's um, color OC20. Um, OC means the off-white colors. So I use that on my main, main floor. And then for my trim, I used White Dove, which is a little bit warmer. But my home I built about eight or nine years ago. And and it was, I just like it. It's It's a lake house that I have. And it's just kind of a just sort of a warmer sun-kissed kind of a, a home. I, I also used um, White Dove on my porch and on all my columns and everything like that. So it looks really good with my gray shake shingles. It's just a warmer, natural white. It's not optic white. And um, I really love that. And then in different rooms that there are fully, you know, they don't have a door necessarily, but they have, you know, um, four walls that kind of come in on each other. That's a really good excuse to sort of change it up if you want to create a mood. And I agree. I do love saturation in some of those, um, rooms off of the main color. So I think we're the same in that regard. I just like white trim Mm -hmm. and Suzanne likes a colored trim. Yeah. So it's choose your own adventure. Sue also in, um, some of her favorite projects, she will do a colored trim with a white wall like in Tiger Oak and in the Bastion. Yeah. What's that PG project? Um, Linden art, Linden art, something like that. Yeah. Um, Linden art manor. Yeah. Yes. That house has like blue trim, but neutral walls. So that's, that's a a look that you have to decide if you, if you're, you know, go stare at them because like you in like when you're passing them quickly, it might just all feel like neutral spaces. But Mm -hmm. I think we just did that just to like, just turn, turn the, design a little bit yeah but but yeah the white case and base is always always a beautiful classic thing mm-hmm. and if you if you're dipping your tone to this I think that's a great place to start until you really understand like if you are into doing doing something a little bit different but know that you know it might not be as seamless yep I will know? say that the video of that home when we posted it with it has this beautiful marble checkered floor and then it has this blue trim and then these neutral walls. People lost their mind yeah. over it. They loved seeing it. It's, it's so very dope. unique. That's only in the mud It's room very, very designer. Casing. Everywhere else was neutral. Yeah. But we were able to kind of quarantine that area. And then that same case color, the blue, uh-huh. became like the mudroom color on the cabinetry. Mm-hmm. And so some of these like things that you're going to build into your home, like your casing will bleed into the cabinetry, mm-hmm. which I actually like doing that too. Yeah. Like even in a white kitchen. Sometimes my white kitchen cabinet will become my casing color. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Even though sheens Lots are different. Lots to stare at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But at least like the color is continuous and I can just usually connect it a little bit. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cool. So and they're both kind of considered finished work, even though like 
I yeah. know that cabinetry finishes like its own thing, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next question. Favorite paint colors. They want to know neutrals and then dark and moody, et cetera. What is tried and true? This is a great question. I just got asked this question the other day. I got a text from a cousin of mine that's in the middle of a project and she's like, quick, favorite moody colors. And I'm like, ah, uh, what direction is your house facing? Where are the windows? Um, What's it in contact with? Like, I just feel reckless driving, just throwing out favorite paint colors. Because there's thousands. Yeah. So many paint colors. Totally. Pick out paint usually last when we're doing a full room design, guys, because then we know all the players. We know like the energy of the rug. We know the paintings on the wall. We know what we know the lighting and what that lighting and the daylight's going to do to the paint color mm-hmm. and what kind of mood we're creating. So, and, and I know a lot of people don't have luxury of getting the whole like room in a box like that and getting to do it the very last, which is why everybody asks us paint questions. Yes. Very first. Yes. Right? And I, I know a lot of people, they recite paint colors off. Oh, is this so, such and such? And they, they collect them in their mind about like, these are the successful spaces that I've seen and they're all using this particular paint color or mm-hmm. like in the new store, in the old store, people would be like, what color is this? And you get asked a million times and you want to say, I can tell you, but it's not going to look the same in your it might turn green in your house. <laughs> yeah, because you like know? this showroom is all windows. And so it's bathed in natural light, which makes the color look very different than your room with one small window that's north facing. Yep. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So keep that in mind. That being said, we're still going to throw out paint color names today, but definitely try this in your own home. So for neutrals, let's start there. What are our favorite neutrals, Sue? Neutrals on whites. I don't think anybody, this is a surprise to listeners that have been on here. I love steam. Mm-hmm. Um, from Ben Moore, it's part of their affinity collection and it's just so warm and lovely. And it's what I used in my house. Um, a couple things on steam though. I wouldn't call steam warm or lovely. I think it's white. Oh, really? Yeah. Straight up white, like Ikea white. Oh, dude, look at it with white dove. I'm just saying, yeah. I wouldn't describe yeah, that as true. warm. What's the We're number on it? I will say yeah. it's lovely in AF, your home. AF-15. Steam is also what we did in Tiger Oak mm-hmm. on the walls. On the walls. Yes. And that was in 2018. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. So depending on oh, how dated. or get, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm just so trying like to think. to go back there to well, 2018. No. Okay. Here's what, here's what I'm saying. It. We're, all, we're all getting in a, we're in a gang fight, a street fight over here. Like 30, the reason why I'm saying it, <laughs> the reason why I'm saying it is because we were going through a period where people were painting their walls white white, white. Mm-hmm. That's true. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah. like the farmhouse situation. I wouldn't, I don't think that's optic though. Like steam, steam is an optic, but I, I agree. Cause like, I loved it. In I Sue's know. I know. Space. I just wanted to say Sue described it as warm and lovely mm-hmm. as if it had a lot of tone to it and had a mood and like, you know what? We could, we could cut hair in here. It's an Aveda salon. It's just organic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not that it is a really beautiful, crisp white. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing in her house, but Sue also doesn't have windows. And so, and she has yeah. tons of art. Mm-hmm. And so her house is just like, it is the art. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's not even the wall color. So totally. I don't even know what color Susie's walls are. Cause all I'm looking at is the art mm-hmm. and the fun furniture and the rugs and the people. And, mm-hmm. and it's just a, a Sue party in there. So I wouldn't even say that it feels like the room is steam because yeah. you have so many good things going on. It does feel more like an art museum. Yeah. Um, but I do think it's a really good pure white it, yeah, is how I describe neutral, it. It's a very neutral white mm-hmm. that doesn't go yellow yeah. and it doesn't go pink and it doesn't go green. Yeah. It, it holds the line yeah. and it is white. Yeah. It's not pretending to be one thing or the other. And my two favorite whites. And I so would say this today is like, if you want a brighter white, mm-hmm. not totally Ikea. Like when I look at it with a pink, we, PS, we have like paint samples all around us. So Yes. If you hear a shuffling, that's what that is. Yes. Anyway, we're playing with the paint. Yeah. It's snowbound. Like that's why I didn't hit like Kaylee's house. And I still like love, mm-hmm. I still love snowbound, but yeah. 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 And steam. Those are my two, like my favorite whites on mm-hmm. actual like other neutral and colors. I love. So sorry, one. just for the people. Oh, yes. Please. Snowbound is Sherwin-Williams. Sherwin-Williams. Yeah, and it's SW7004. So if you like a more, a more pure white snowbound, 
is that steam is a little bit warmer than that. And dove wing is even more warm. And Steve and steam and dove wing are both Ben Moore colors. Yeah. So um, anyway, so those would be three of Suzanne's favorite whites. So when you're trying to choose a trim color or a wall color, if you want white walls, those are Suze's tried and trues that she pulls over and over again for projects. And that is some really good insight. Mm -hmm. Great info. Yeah. Solid gold paint yeah. info. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this with any paint color. Yeah. Yeah. I've shared this story a long time ago on the podcast. This is back when I was like remodeling my old house. Yeah. Um, I did half of it first and I uh, had painted it myself and I don't remember what the color was, but it was a warm white, Sharon Williams, can't remember the name of it. Mm -hmm. And then I hired a painter and he went out for to do the rest of it when I was doing my kitchen suits. Mm -hmm. And I was busy doing cabinets. So I just hired him to do that. He, I told him the paint color um, Sharon Williams, he went to Home Depot, bought bear paint, <laughs> matched, <Party> <laughs> matched the color. Yeah. So if you're doing a white, he painted the entire thing and where we peeled like the tape off from where it was connecting rooms, it was like, mine was like warm, like rooted in, you know, brown and his was like rooted in blue. Rooted in it, love. it felt like an igloo. In I literally stood in there and I was like, his name is Steve. I remember that. I was like, Steve, this feels like an igloo, igloo in here. This is crazy. And he was like, well, it's the same exact paint. And it's like the foundation. So what they mix that color yeah. into at Home Depot, because it was cheaper paint, um, made it not bare. Yeah. <laughs> so no offense to bear, but they're just, they're like base paint just ruined it. So he, he had to do it all over again, unfortunately. And I felt bad, but it was just too cool. So if you're going to do it, I would get, you know, if you're gonna do Ben Moore, mm -hmm. whatever, just make sure your foundation is good. Williams or yeah. Ben Moore. Yep. I like that. Um, I was going to, on like other neutrals, Jess, what's the, do you know what the wall color is in the store? The current store and in Draper. I know in the, in previous stores, we were gray mist in our Orm store. Um, we were warmer kind of oatmeal -y color. No, no. Orm was. Oh yeah. Okay. It was like taupe. Oh, I think. I think this was it because I remember giving this out all the gray time. Gray mist. We do yeah. like gray mist. Let's tell them all yeah. the things we do with gray yeah. mist. Yeah. Gray mist is another good wall. When Jess was talking about like taking your wall color a step darker than your trim, mm -hmm. doing the white trim and then having your wall color like gray mist is a beautiful one. We use baby fawn actually a lot as well. I think baby fawn is really lovely. And that's what the news store is. Yeah. Oh, baby fawn. Mm -hmm. oh, I love that. It's not a cute name too. Um, <laughs> Another one I like, if you like a little bit of pink, I like reticence and that's just like, has a little bit of tissue pink into it. Oh, you guys, I'm it's just really going to tell you reticence is solid gold. You need to look at our tiger oak project Amazing. and look at the entryway. The trim is reticence and it's, the oh, the walls are reticence. I thought the trim, no, no, sorry. The trim is all reticence and then yeah. the walls are steam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and that combination is so beautiful and warm standing in that entryway was just like, oh, what is happening? It was a real effect. Like mm -hmm. it's the butterfly effect. No, it was, it was <laughs> so was amazing to stand in it because everybody's skin looked so pretty and you couldn't put your finger on what was different about it. But for the first time you weren't seeing white trim with a wall color, mm -hmm. you're seeing this barely, barely hint of a whisper of a kiss of tissue pink. A neutral though, yeah. kind of it's steeped in taupe, I would say Yeah, it's got, but it's got a pinker undertone and it looks incredible. And when you go in there, you don't even, you didn't even notice because we had a lot of finish work in there. So it was the base and case, but it was all like the paneling and finish work until your eye raised to the second level or you saw it meet with the wall and you're like, oh, that's a shade. That's a shade deeper Yeah, you know, from the steam. And it was just, it's. Yeah, you were just completely wrapped. Total mm -hmm. butterfly effect. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah. So I think that's a really, really beautiful one um, to take note of, which is great. Yeah. And then the wall color in the store, yeah, which was um, baby fawn. Baby fawn. Mm -hmm. That one looks great. People ask cool. for that color all the time. And I think upon first seeing it, you might be like, oh my gosh, that's a gray. And you said not to use grays. It's not. It's just a really nice taupe that's not too warm. It's kind of like yeah. oatmeal or something, but yeah. it looks great with everything. We have every kind of setting in there and it's kind of our tried and true. And that one is from Benjamin Moore. Yeah. Um, baby fawn is OC 15 on the baby fawn. Yes. I'll and say, so sorry, like, we're doing a really bad job at this. Reticence is not Ben Moore. It's Sherwin Williams and it's color six zero six four. And that's kind of your tissue, that tissue pinky topi color. 
So, so pretty. It'd be great in a guest bedroom or I think even in a primary suite or even if you have a great closet, that would be really beautiful um, in a closet and all clothes and skin color and everything looks magic on it. Yeah. And it'd be funny for you. Fun. Not funny. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> <It's for> fun. <laughs> um, fun for you guys to actually like look at reticence and look at the whole color, like from like the steepest saturation all the way to the top where reticence sits and see all those hues. Cause like that's, I think that's very telling of the root color mm-hmm. of that and very, the most neutral light color there. Cause that's the feeling that's the undertone that you'll be getting. Yes. I like that. That's really great advice. And I mean, while we're talking about that, I remember um, one of the designers that worked with us worked with Jamie Drake's office in New York, and he's known as the king of color. And that was the, the old designer trick that their office would pull, which would be get the paint deck out that entire strip of color. The lightest shade on there would be the ceiling color. And then they would find the wall color somewhere in the middle or the trim would also come from that same line of color. And they would use the same strip of color throughout the room, including the furnishings. But the best the ceiling, outfit, guys. yeah, you <laughs> thought the ceiling was white, but it was the palest shade of whatever that color was. And then the trim was somewhere in the pale shades. And then you saturated depending on how dark you wanted the color. And it does look so designer. And I've heard other designers say that they mix a percentage of the wall color into the ceiling color. And some people will be like, I would never do just a straight white ceiling. I would always tint it a portion of the wall color, which is a really fun discipline. It does feel all in too. And if you want to separate your home, like as a designer, as a designer home, more than just an everyday I think you would, you would t- go ahead and take the time to choose a ceiling color. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's it's very cost, pale. It's going to cost you the same amount of money, but your impact is going to be much greater. Definitely. 100%. Yeah. Right. That's great. Okay. Dark and moody colors. What is tried and true? Oh man. Okay. I have a few. Okay. Um, for dark and moody, I just pulled a couple of like our favorite blues, some greens, things like that. We love, I still do. I still love peacock, like a peacocky inky blue. I do too. Um, more than, more than Navy. I like it to have a hint of green. This actually has a dot of teal to it. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. Is this Rach Parcells library? I can't remember, but it's just one that I grabbed. I just grabbed some favorites from, we have, we have all these really great islands in our design center with all these big paint samples. And so I just had my way with them. Um, this one's called Seaworthy from Sherwin Williams and it's SW7620. And uh, kind of like in Rachel Parcells, whether this is the exact color, it's something likened to, um, it has just like this, I don't know, it's just this, again, that kind of secondary color where you're just like, gosh, what did they mix to get to that color? Because it's much more interesting than just a straight navy. And so I think just for interesting interiors, I think that's where the magic is, is finding something that like people can't put their finger on. I think that that's the most magical. And yeah, I think I love that for a peacocky blue. Um, or even like Jess is wearing like right now, it's not a black vest or navy vest, but black vest, yeah, yeah. But like this periwinkle coat and like that periwinkle is so good. I have a color that's more into the periwinkles and I like it too. It's called bracing blue, SW sixty two forty two. And I'm gonna say all these paint colors. Look at them and then like find your own version of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you are poppy or this is like a really poppy, a poppy color that if you like love color and you love fashion, like you might be interested in this color. But a lot of times people lean toward a more neutral version Mm. of color, you know, and if you're that person, there's a lot in every paint deck, you're going to see like historical colors from Ben Moore. You're going to see, you know, different collections. You'll see that like there's, they're more toned down. Mm -hmm. I think if you're dipping your toes into color, I think that that's a good start. Yeah. You know, that's good for you to like, make sure like it's not juvenile blue, Mm -hmm. you know, because it can go that if you don't pair with the right stuff. It can start to look like a nursery, Mm -hmm. you know, with like pinks and blues and things like that. But just kind of understand what tone you want to go with. Yeah. This was a hard question for me. Mm -hmm. It's like every project. Because you love color. Yeah. Every project's different. Like no same peacock blue is going to look the best in both of these rooms. They're both going to have different blues. Totally. You know, based off of the rug, the art, the feeling, the light. Mm -hmm. So really understand your space, but try and understand what is your root love. You know, what are the things that are inspiring these colors? If it's just in your head and you just love the color green, Mm -hmm. then go even just go to Home Depot and start picking the like, they have all those like walls, start just grabbing the ones that you're drawn to, take them home and put them on in your house and see what they do. Mm -hmm. And then like, give yourself time to study it out. 
Sure. Yeah. Um, and you probably have furniture, most of you that you, yeah. that you're working with in that room. So the relationship between your furnishings, the, the fabric on your sofa or the leather on your chair, it needs to be flattered by this color. And that's important to just kind of tape these colors to the wall and shove your leather chair up against it or your, or your sofa or whatever, or your rug is the biggest piece of art in the room. And so you, maybe you throw that paint color down on the ground with your rug and try and figure out what makes it sing. Yeah. And that's your color. Yep. So this is, this is a very individualized game. We're trying to help you, you know, play it and understand what obviously is, is a good look for right now, but more than anything, color is just super personal and you know what, what your skin tone is and what shade looks best with you and with your furnishings and, and everything else. Yeah. And I like blue green. So I grabbed a couple, I grabbed one's called weekend getaway, which is like a little bit lighter medium saturation. And this is from Benjamin Moore 473. What's it called? This is called Weekend Getaway. Oh yeah, pretty fun. And then just deeper on that line was uh, one called Lush, and that's like a deeper again. I want to call it like cable green, you know, because it yeah. has like a little bit of blue. And that's also in the Benmore has this collection called the Affinity Collection, and every color on it's really really beautiful, mm. and it all has like a it's fun and it's fresh, but not too bright. Yeah. I'll have some neutrality. I think so. that's a really good starting off point for yeah. people with color. Also, I think a pro tip would be to tell you to go look at a Pharaoh and ball deck or Pharaoh and ball colors. Those are always like Reach. steeped in history. They feel very British. You can't go wrong. You can use that's that color. So long. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. They're based with, I think they're, they have clay in right. them and they give the color a real beautiful, extraordinary depth. They age gorgeously. If you can't afford it, match your color to Pharaoh and ball using a Ben Moore or another reputable brand, maybe not, not bear. Maybe not bear. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bear. <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Let's answer this question. Why are some people drawn to warm versus cool? And then this person says, I love cool tones. Um, our advice on what to do when trend points the other way. That's what they want. <laughs> I think she knows that warm colors are like the rage. And so it might take a minute for your eyes and your cones and rods to start adjusting to this new way of looking at color because we are in the middle of a great big pivot, right? Cool feels more contemporary to some people's eyes and really, really clean. Um, I feel like if you've got LED lights working against you, you're going to be cool no matter what. <laughs> and so yeah. it depends on your light bulbs too, which you can obviously change out to be a warmer Kelvin. Uh, what's our favorite? 2700? 2700 to yeah. 3000. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of our favorite light bulb warmth. So that's something that can easily be adjusted um, to be able to give you a more natural looking color. And that might even be your biggest problem. Maybe your wall color is okay and your light bulbs are making it look that's true. Like it's having a fight, right? Science. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it is. Yes. It is science, <laughs> but it all, it all matters. Right. I know sometimes if I'm trying to film a video and I'm like, Oh, this looks terrible. I open my front door and I get more light in my hallway and I film that. And I'm like, that made all the difference, the natural warm light. So yep. changing your light bulbs out is also going to give your wall colors that really Such more nice. beautiful thing. So yeah. I'm not really sure why some people like cool colors more than warm colors. I think it's what looks good on us. Yeah. Right. I think it's a personal thing. I had a, a girlfriend in college and she just always like, I always, even like in our lip colors, I always have like a warm tone. She always had a berry tone. And like, mm -hmm. so I was coral. She was berry to this day. That's still like how we, I associate with her because she's a berry, you know? Yeah. And to me, both of those colors sound warm, berry and coral. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. tell the listener kind of what you think of. Why do you think berry is cool? Berry. I'm thinking like, or do you think coral is cool? No, I think coral is warm. Okay. I think there's like a really like some bake to it and berry, not like strawberry. I'm like thinking berry more has like blue in it. There's more blue in it. Okay. And it's just like a little, like a berry lip color, like most berry lipsticks. Yes. Have a little more purple blue in it. Yep. Which is, which is cool. You can get warm in those, but it's still cooler than coral. Yes. So those are just colors that we both felt pretty in. Yep. I felt prettier in coral. It made me happy. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like whatever makes you happy. And I think it's totally okay for you to lean Cool, but just make sure your light bulbs are warm or make sure that there's some counterbalance with other things around it. Cause if you have a cool pink color, just make sure you're like, you have like woods, you know, a burl chest or, you know, that. things to just try and combat it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't get cold. Yes. You can be drawn to cool tones, but just make sure that there's a balance. So it's not frigid when people walk in the room. Yeah. 
or just ex- you're not cold yeah or, <laughs> you're or just or just like experiment like i've yeah. always leaned towards like you know warmer tones and you know, even with like i feel like how i dress but um there are some like cool tones the other day i went into sherwin williams and just like can i get a paint deck and they just handed me one maybe a little pro tip for everyone yeah you guys they'll give them to you for free yeah and you just gotta ask and then he was like are you a designer and i was like Yes. And so then he had this like, <laughs> yes, yes, he had I this am. like other paint deck that was like all designer colors from Sherman Williams. So yeah. everybody <laughs> listening, you are a designer and you want that free deck. You're designing exactly. your home. Yeah. Yes. So, um, and then I was just kind of, yeah, Mario and I were flipping through it. deck too. I like the, what they're doing with that little strap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's felt legit. I was like, yeah. this is, should You're not designer. be free. Exactly. <laughs> I said, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, Corey's like, you marched I have a right pod- out of there. I have a design podcast. Does that count? <laughs> I could, sh- I could show you proof if you would like. Um, oh, million downloads. so yeah, so we were like flipping through, we're building a cabin. Did you know that? So no. we we're like, yeah, we were choosing some Good exterior no. colors to put on our plans to try to get approved by the city, but I learned so much on this podcast. I know, right? Yeah. Brian head. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, so we were, yeah, I was like flipping through and I was like, you know what? I don't, I was just experimenting like with the cool colors and I, I was, I'm just finding ones that I, you know, Mm -hmm. that I did like, cause typically I don't. And there really is, I mean, the paint deck is so thick. There's thousands of colors. I feel like hundreds at least. Um, and there really is like thousands. Yeah. Um, there's there's, I feel like there is a tone of each color that I could like gravitate towards, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I'd that. say experiment. That's okay. great. Okay. Okay. So Next. we probably have time for one more question. We have so many good I ones. Oh, guys. Um, this person wants to know what is the best color for textured walls? Mm. I know it depends. I don't know if they're trying to highlight the texture or if they're like, I bought this house with knockdown walls and yeah. I don't want to reskin them. So I would say high texture white yeah. would be the most like current. It might help you look a little bit more plastered instead yes. of orange peeled. And I would say get something in the organic range, even the, um, oh, where is it? That white dove would be beautiful. Yeah, be I agree. Really fun, fun fact is <laughs> in my 1971 farmhouse, um, they did this like swirly paintbrush motif on the hallway. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. It was just yeah. a paintbrush. Probably a home job too. Oh, sure. Home. Everything in this house is a home job. <laughs> She's like, Here's fun. In our little like pocket bathroom, uh-huh. they, um, she, she used stucco oh, on the walls. Sure. Oh. You betcha. It's great. Anyway, that's been scraped off, but I just painted I did, I, on the actual hallway. It was just like, she just did a little swirly. Yeah. Come drop whatever, but it was textured. And I was just like, am I going to have to like re skim this whole thing? Mm-hmm. I was about to, but I'm like, let me try and just paint it white mm-hmm. and just see what happens. I'm going to throw seam on this and just see. And it looks awesome. You left the swirly, twirly gumdrops. Swirly, twirly gumdrop, gumdrops. That looks great. Yeah. And I'm like, high five, Barbara Park. And you used, uh, to I this use, listener, you used steam. I used steam. Yeah. 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 And it, do, it does That's just great. like look really organic and just uh-huh. like I did it on purpose. Like I'm I an would, artist. Totally. I would go to the paint store listener and I would get just a really beautiful lineup of whites and tape them to your walls and kind of watch as light changes, turn your light bulbs on, turn them off, just really play around with it and make sure you choose a white that's most flattering to your space. But I do think if you're a textured white, you're going to look more like Adobe and purposeful. And it's, it's hard to do Gallery. a color when you've got texture that maybe you didn't choose. Totally. And I remember when we were painting steam, I had you come over and have brick on my, so this is just like for you guys, hot tip. Any of like your existing finishes, like if you have granite in your kitchen, you can't remodel or, you know, just any of those things that are like existing in your house that you're working with, make sure you paint a sample near those things because like, it's going to be really offensive if it looks good right over here in this corner with no no content and then it yes. like clashes completely it's like highlighting like, yeah i think I, I think i had like done a sample of snowbound and steam and you came in and you're like well yeah steam looks way better with that brick mm-hmm. it's it is like it was the warmth that i needed it to be right yeah so would your advice be especially because your husband's a painter would you get a small can of paint the small sample can and actually put it on the wall or would you paint a piece of poster board and carry that around the house and check yourself i think poster board yeah. yeah. I think that's easier. Then he doesn't have to sand off that bit. No, I, yeah. I think, yeah. Poster board's fine. 
there is a place called Material Bank um, that we as designers use. See if, and they send us samples that are about like eight by 10 mm -hmm. um, of any of these things. So look at materialbank.com and it's awesome. Yeah. Great. Is that for just the designers listening? Is that for everybody? I think anybody can set up an account. For Material Bank. And then they will send you for free overnight, a folder full of massive paint samples. And then you don't have to buy the sample can and do the poster board. Woo, pro tip there. Okay. Um, you guys, I hope that this helps talk um, to sort of debunk some of your thoughts on paint. Understand where this market's pivoting to. I don't know if you have any closing remarks or thoughts on this, Sue, Corey. When it comes to color, I get just, I mean, we say this all the time, get curious about yourself. Like, I don't know, you, this is, we're always evolving. And so this is a time to kind of reinvent mm -hmm. your spaces and you do feel different in color. Like, I, I don't know, it gives me an energy when I yes. go into a room with saturation and I'm just like, oh, we're like, mm -hmm. what inspired this, you know? And there's just like this mystique to it. Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, just get curious about what is your color. I also think choose something that will make it look like it's your house Amen. and not everybody's house. Not your neighbor's yeah. house. Yeah. And like feels right to you. I've, I'm. And you can be a little believer. nervous too. I think yeah. that's okay. You should push yourself to really try something, but you don't want your neighbor's paint color. You don't want your best friend's paint color. You want to choose your own thing that makes it feel like it's your house. Yep. I was just going to say like, whenever I'm, choose making a decision. I can almost like when I, I'm like, no, like, I mean, I could do this, but then when I, you know, pick the right one or I come across the right one, I'm like, yes, that just feels like right in my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just, I just go until Don't you settle. get that feeling. Yeah. You're excited. Yeah. 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 I like it. I do. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. We will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 